I'm Matt Caglio. 21 days until college basketball season begins. Yeah, three weeks left, obviously. I could not be more excited. Back at school, still dealing with the stomach bug, but hey, we're getting through it, getting better each and every day. And uh, yeah, like I said, three weeks left till the college basketball season begins. Exciting, exciting time for college basketball. Uh, the AP Top 25 has also come out, but I'll let you do your your spiel first. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll probably go through. Do you want to go through the AP poll quickly or no? Yeah, I'll, I'll go through it quickly. It's only my section, so I will be honored to do it for the very first time. There you go. <laughs> Starting at number one, obviously, 63, 62, 62 AP voters. Uh, the number one team got 47 of the votes to be the number one team. That number one team, North Carolina. Number two, getting 12 of the number one votes, Gonzaga. Three, Houston getting one of them. And number four, Kentucky getting the last two votes to be the number one team. Rounding out the top five, we have a tie between two Big 12 programs. Those two, those two Big 12 programs are Kansas and Baylor. Seven, Duke. Eight, UCLA. Nine, Creighton. And rounding out the top 10, Arkansas. Heading into number 11, Tennessee. 12, Texas. 13, Indiana. See your horns up. 14, TCU. 15, Auburn. 16, Villanova. 17, Arizona. 18, Virginia. And we have our first non-power six school besides Gonzaga. That would be San Diego State at number 19. And rounding out the top 20 is Alabama. And uh, the last five teams, Oregon, Michigan, Illinois, Dayton, our true first mid-major team, 25, Texas Tech. And the teams in waiting, I'm in the top five, Texas A&M, UConn, Miami, Purdue, and St. Louis. What are your thoughts on these top 25 and other receiving votes, if, if we go that far? Yeah. Uh, shout out to Toledo getting a nod as well as UAB. Love the mid-man, just getting some nods in here early, which is great. But um, overall, I think it's a very good list to start out with. Um, what am I looking? Oh, the I'm looking at the trend, and it's the trend from last year, I guess. I don't know why that, I don't know why they did that. But regardless, um, I think it's a good list, man. Um, obviously, as you expected, UNC, Gonzaga, and Houston, top three teams. Um, I do think Creighton is a little... Um, ranked too low. I think they could be in the um, seven or six range. Uh, yeah, I know you're giving the thumbs up. Um, but I mean, other than that, man, I think it's a pretty content list. Um, personally, I do think that UConn should be in here. Uh, I, I like UConn a lot this year. Obviously, we'll talk about them in our uh, Big East preview, which is coming up probably next week. But um, regardless, man, I think it is a very good list and I cannot complain. Uh, I do want to say one thing. I love to put Michigan in here, man. And uh, we'll see if Michigan can prove themselves because last year they did not. But we shall see. Yeah, uh, obviously. I think you said you like UConn. I like Miami here as a top 25 team. I think they're a top 25 team. Uh, that's my only thing here. I like I like the rankings a lot. I'm happy that, that Tennessee is above Texas to start off the year, obviously, uh, before I think these two teams face each other again this year. Am I, am I wrong? Uh, I don't know if they do. Uh, I'll double check after, but yeah. But yeah, I guess I guess we should just start with our Sun Belt Conference. 
Yeah, let's get into it, man. Sunbelt, hardest conference to rank so far. I found a very difficult time ranking this conference. And uh, so it's funny because the Sunbelt, um, Sunbelt, um, what's it called? Conference preview rankings themselves came out as well, preseason rankings, and uh, very different than what we both have. Uh, well, somewhat. So, um, yeah, let's get into it, man. Uh, player of the year. Um, there's a lot of great guys you go with. As you know, two new teams into this conference, Marshall and Old Dominion, coming both coming over from the Conference USA. Um, and I believe UT Arlington leads, and I think that's it. I don't know if anyone else leads or not, but um, let me check. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Old Dominion was here last year. Marshall comes in. And, oh, I'm looking at football. What am I talking about? I don't know. But uh, I do know Marshall and Old Dominion are new. But my player of the year is going to be Vado Morse out of JMU. As you know, fantastic player. He's been lethal for this JMU team as of recently. 15 and a half points per game, two and a half rebounds, two and a half assists, one steal per game last year. JMU, man, looking for a big year. And they had a couple of great wins last year, most notably that huge win against Virginia, which was one of the biggest ones for their program history, I'd say. But, um, yeah, they're looking for big things this year. So I'm excited to see what they can do. And uh, I think they're going to make a big jump this year. Yeah, my player of the year, Jordan Brown from Louisiana. Obviously, this was this is his third score. Played for Louisiana last year, uh, transferring in from Arizona. 15 points, 15 and a half points, started eight and a half rebounds, one assist, and one block and one steal last year for uh, the Raging Cajuns. Big part of their backcourt, probably the best big man in this conference. Definitely so. I definitely agree. He was going to be my runner-up. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good guys you can go with to win this player of the year conversation. But uh, my dark horse, I'm going to change it. I had Louisiana, but that's that's too simple of a dark horse. I'm going to spice things up. And I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Troy as my dark horse. I like you that. might be wondering why. Uh, Troy, I know on paper it does not look like much comes back and it You'd be correct. Only one starter comes back, majority of the bench. But uh, Troy, every year, very well-rounded team, always get things done. They finished fourth last year in the conference, and uh, a lot of people wrote, wrote them off this upcoming season. Uh, they got them pretty low in the uh, conference rankings, preseason at least. But uh, I think Troy's going to turn some heads. Uh, Troy made it to the semifinal game and lost to Louisiana in that semifinal game. But, uh, yeah, I had to switch up. I think Louisiana is going to be really good. And I know that – Louisiana in their, in their own was a dark horse last year, being the eighth seed and going all the way to the finals and losing. But um, that's too simple of a dark horse. That's why I picked Troy. Yeah, and also adding on, Troy, one of the leaders in bench minutes. Um, so very good usage for, for Troy off the bench as well. My dark horse of Texas State here. Man, Coach Terrence Johnson, he's been at Texas Tech or Texas State, sorry, for two years now, and both years they've won the Sun Belt. Um, they won last year, 12-3 and conference record, reaching the NIT, obviously falling in the tournament. I don't know. Finals? No, they did they reach the finals last year? For the Sun Belt or the NIT? It's the Sun Belt. I know they, they lost first round in the NIT. No, they lost Texas State. Texas State lost in the quarterfinals to Louisiana. Yeah, they got upset. They got upset. You're right. You're right. Um, but, yeah, not much returns, but obviously Terrence Johnson, terrific coach, phenomenal coach, one starter returns. And uh, 
I'm liking this team a lot still. Yeah, and uh, they lost to North Texas in the first round of the NIT. They, they held it pretty close. It went to OT, actually. 63-67 was that game. And uh, trying to pull up the stats, but there we go. Um, yeah, Mason Harrell had a little bit of an off game, only nine points. Kind of rare for him. And, uh, yeah, uh, big guy stepped up on the bench. Uh, Nigel Caesar stepped up big. But, um, yeah, not too much there. But, yeah, I think Texas State – will still be pretty good despite losing uh, four starters. Then uh, now to the actual rankings themselves. Um, number 14, I see you have a typo here because Arkansas is not in the Sunbelt Conference. <laughs> but, um, yeah, as you, as you always say, uh, unfortunately, every conference has a last-place team. It should be Arkansas State here, unfortunately. Just one starter and some bench return. Very good season last year. Uh, they actually finished top five, I believe, in this conference last year. And uh, they actually lost in the first round to Troy. Uh, they were the sixth seed. I apologize. But, uh, yeah, they had some really big pieces. Norchad Armir, Desi Sills, both gone, two of the biggest guys uh, from this conference last year. Uh, Norchad Armir, did he win uh, – did he win player of the year? He did, yes. He won player of the year and defensive player of the year. Yeah, I should know that. He was my boy. I was rocking with him all season long. But, uh, yeah, he's off to bigger and better things. So, um, I think it will be a step back here for Arkansas State, unfortunately. As you have, as you've seen in the past, a future progress lies ahead, and they'll bounce back relatively soon. Yeah, we're uh, Arkansas here, but you get the point. There should be a state at the end of it. Uh, should be a, a fast rebuild, I assume. Like you said, top three options are gone with only one set of returning. Um, I see a quick rebuild coming for this program. Indeed. Next up, thirteen Southern Miss here for me. Just one starter into bench returns. Southern Miss man, unfortunately. I uh, just haven't really cracked the code just yet in this uh, new Sun Belt Conference. Um, they finished uh, – where did they finish? They're not even on here. Are they new to this conference? Who? Southern Miss? Yeah, they came from Conference USA. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so, yeah, Southern Miss didn't find much – so there's three new teams. Oh, wow, I completely missed that. Three new teams in this Conference USA – Southern Miss, uh, hoping to find a stride, but first year, I don't think that will be the case. However, two big transfers in here, uh, Felipe Hasse from Mercer. That's a very big transfer. I would expect him to do some very good stuff and be an all-conference player, as well as Donovan Ivory coming over from Green Bay. Uh, Southern Miss has some pieces, but uh, just kind of putting the pieces together. It can't just be a two-man show. It's got to be a more collective effort. We'll see if some guys step up. If they do, Southern Miss will move up a couple spots for me. Mm-hmm. Have them at 13 as well. They they had most like all of their team enter the transfer portal last year. I just remember one by one everyone left. But Felipe Hasse from Mercer, that's a big get. So is Donovan Ivory, both uh big pieces for their last programs. I think they're gonna step up huge uh this year for Southern Miss. Fortunately, the rest of the team doesn't look too too good at all. Have them at 13. They did down number 12. I've old been in here at number 12. Another new team coming over from the Conference USA. Uh, only one starter and some bench returns. Old Dominion, man, they've had a couple of good seasons in the Conference USA. Coming over to the Sun Belt will be interesting. Uh, Tyreek Scott Grayson returns, a very big piece. And a uh, very big transfer. You know him. You love him. Ben Stanley. This is his third team, I believe. Uh, Hampton, Xavier, now at Old Dominion. Uh, you remember my man, Ben Stanley, right? Yeah. Of course, I remember Ben Stanley from Hampton uh, and Xavier. Good, I love it. But, uh, yeah, he's at Old Dominion now, which will be a very big element uh, down the road. 
I'm very intrigued to see what he can do. I think ODU is very interesting. Uh, I had him at 12 here, but um, another team that could definitely jump up a few spots if things start to click. Mm -hmm. Number 12, I have Louisiana Monroe here. Two starters uh, return. A lot of JUCO guys looking at their roster are in here. And a transfer, Jamari Blackman from North Alabama. He's a very good get for this program. Uh, this is a program that's that struggled in recent time. And uh, I think while they struggle again, I think things may get better for them. I definitely agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jabari, Mac Jabari Blackman is a very big transfer from North Alabama. He was one of the key components to that uh, North Alabama run two seasons ago now in the A-Sun, if you do remember that, which you probably should. Um, but, yeah, two stars in the bench return for this uh, Louisiana Monroe team. Um, yeah, I have him at 11. I probably should have specified that. But, um, yeah, I think it's a very interesting ceiling for this team. Uh, right now, they're still a bottom five team for me in that tier three category. But uh, they had a chance to jump up to a low tier two category if things can pan out. That's kind of a similar theme with these bottom teams. Uh, they can get things clicking. They got some good talent here, but uh, the talent at the top of the Sun Belt is just overpowering, I'd say. But uh, they can definitely move up a tier, in my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. And number 11, I have Old Dominion here. Uh, like you said, one starter, some bench does return. And uh, Ben Stanley is a big addition, but the rest of the team, not so good. So I have them at number 11. Agreed. Number 10 now, approaching the top 10. Georgia Southern is here for me at number 10. Uh, they do return two stars against a bench. Uh, they got a good makeup for this team, honestly. Um, Andre uh, Sarava, Sarva, Sarvasov, I think, I'm sorry. And Kamari Brown both come back. Two very big pieces for this Georgia Southern team. Uh, just really couldn't get it going last year. Um, I think they started the season pretty hot from what I remember, but uh, things kind of started to escalate. They finished 10th in this conference, and um, they did win their first round game against Coastal, which was an upset um, game, but they did lose in the second round to App State. But uh, regardless, I do think they got a good squad and um, just another team kind of looking to move up the ranks. Yeah, this is a team that's, I think, probably – haven't met their expectations the past couple of years. I remember when Coach Brian Berg was uh, hired. I thought this was a terrific hire. And I still think it is, but I feel like they could have done a lot more. This program should has, should have done a lot more at his time here. Unfortunately, I don't think this year will be their year. Uh, I have them at 10 as well. Yeah, and definitely agree. He could be, his seat could be getting a little bit hot if another bad year comes here at Georgia Southern. But I'm obviously hoping that's not the case. But regardless, Number nine, um, interesting at number nine, because um, it wouldn't be who you expect, and it's, it's Georgia State. And, uh, yeah, we know, Georgia State. Didn't they win the uh, conference tournament? Oh, yes, they did, and uh, they went dancing in March. Uh, they did lose in that first round to Gonzaga, but uh, some big flashes for this uh, Georgia State team. But um, you're wondering why we have them so low at number nine? Well, um, no starters return. Most of the bench is also gone. Uh, it's a complete rebuild, and the experience from that March Madness tournament, it's just in the coaches now. I mean, the players don't really have that March Madness experience, and it's kind of a next wave uh, for this Georgia State team. So with that being said, I think they're going to take a drop back this year. As you know, another team that can rebuild in the snap of a finger. But um, for right now, I think it's going to be a year back for Georgia State. Yeah, I've learned that as well. The reason why there's a complete roster turnaround, new coaching staff, obviously, last year's coach. Rob Lanier, you know where he went? Let's... Oh, Rob Lanier. Mm, sounds familiar. Conference? American. 
God money. Mm, 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 mm. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I can't think of it. Give it to me. SMU. Ah, that's right, because he retired. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, oh, the new coach, Jonas Hayes. If you haven't heard Jonas Hayes, I've heard his name. Yeah. Xavier, Xavier assistant, right? Xavier assistant, interim oh, head coach, led them to the NIT tournament. This was a probably one of the best hirings in the whole offseason. And they got him real late too. They got him really late. Uh, so this was a this was a very good hiring. A lot of high major transfers here. See one, two, three. Four, so this is a team that is going to rebuild quickly. Georgia State, obviously, I think one of the best programs, one of the more prominent programs in this conference, and I, they, they may make the tournament again this year. Jonas Hayes might work his magic, honestly, but I have them at nine. That would be something to see if they can do that. Uh, I'd be very impressed with that. Uh, but I think it will be a year back. But um, like I said, rebuilding the snap of a finger. Number eight now, South Alabama here for me. Uh, just some bench players return. No starters do return. Lots of scoring is lost here, but every single year, South Alabama relies on their transfers, and uh, they do very good ones again. Kevin Samuel, defensive monster from Florida Gulf Coast, comes over, and Greg Parham the second comes over from BMI. South Alabama has some pieces, but like I said, they're on their transfers a lot. They'll compete, but uh, they'll be a middle-of-the-pack team, unfortunately, this year. Yeah. At number number eight of South Alabama here, uh, yeah, I thought I thought I thought I thought I skipped the number for a sec, but South Alabama here, Kevin Samuel, extremely good player. I still don't know why he left TCU. He was a great player at TCU. Yeah. Yeah, am I right? He was a, he was a double yeah. double player at TCU, and he he goes to FGCU. Hey, nothing wrong with that. He 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 earned some accolades there too, but um. South Alabama, really good program. Greg Parham, second. He was an elite scorer at VMI. South Alabama, you know, forgot his guy. What's his name again? What's the coach's name? Something Riley, I think. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. But yeah, he knows how to work the transfer portal. Richie Riley. Yeah. He's, he's going to, they're going to be good. Indeed, indeed. Now approaching the halfway point of this conference, number seven, my dark horse, Troy, lies here. Like I talked about, one Saturday and majority of the bench returns. As you know, Troy, very deep team, very well-rounded team. They can do some good stuff. It's a very big team, basketball-oriented team. And um, Troy, I mean, yeah, really good last year. And um, just kind of hoping for that success once again. Uh, definitely overachieved expectations, making it to the semifinals. I expect them to be always in the race and uh, no matter who left or who's back or whatnot, Troy's always going to be competing like a Georgia state and like some of these other teams that lost a lot of players. So um, I expect Troy to be in the mix of things. I'm going to put him here at seven because I do think that there are six teams uh, a little bit better than Troy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have App State here, obviously more of a football school, but um, they're pretty good at basketball too, I guess. One starter. Yes. <laughs> what? You guess they've been yeah, very good at basketball. Yeah, but those four starters that uh, that App State lost, man, they've been in the program for the past five years. So, lots of 
minutes, career minutes and career points all out the door. So it's probably rebuilding time. They did reload. Uh, most of the bench does return and a couple good transfers come in as well. Their defense among the elite compared to the rest of this conference. So they have a very high floor. Definitely agree. And uh, yeah, I mean, App State was in, they won it two years ago, lost in that first round game in Norfolk State, if you do remember that game. But um, yeah, they'll, get, they'll be in the mix too, another team that lost a lot, but they'll still be in the mix some way, somehow. Um, hmm. But that being said, I will do a mid-episode switch and I will put App State here at six. Um, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, you just talked about him. One starter comes back, and that's Donovan Gregory. Uh, he's a very good player, and I know most of the core is gone, but uh, Donovan Gregory will get you some buckets. Uh, he knows how to scoop very, a lot of experience, and uh, that will go a long way for this App State team. And uh, the two transfers you were talking about, uh, Tamel Pearson from Western Illinois and Carvel Tisit from Northwestern State, two uh, low-major guys, but uh, they pack a punch uh, when they play, and they, they both balled out last year. I do think Gap State remained the top team. Very good coaching staff, probably top three in this conference, uh, even with the new teams coming in. Uh, App State knows how to win, and uh, no matter if it's football or basketball, they'll find a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, number six, I got Troy here. Uh, I really like this team. Obviously, like you said, one side of return, but all of the bench return. This team did an 11-man rotation last year, and I'm watching them. And everyone does something a little different. All 11 guys, they bring something a little different to the court. So a lot of versatility, a lot of variety for this program. That's why they they were so good last year. They may not be the most talented, most skilled, but man, they they are they are different, and uh, I think that's going to help them a lot again this year. Agreed. And uh, now approaching the top five, my number five team is Coastal Carolina. Two stars and some bench players return. Coastal looks very good. Uh, transfer portal helped them out a ton, but the big man coming back, Isam Mustafa, returns. Uh, he's going to be the anchor for this team. Very good player. And uh, the two big transfers that I just talked about, Antonio Day Jr. from Florida International. Uh, transferred midway through last year, sat out last year. He's going to be ready to go. He's he's a hooper. He's averaging about 19 uh, at Florida International. Also was at Fordham for a while, I believe. And another big guy is uh, Jamaru Brown from Eastern Kentucky. Two very big transfers coming into Coastal Carolina. So I think they can compete, and they're going to be a really good team this year. Shout out Josh Whitlow. I know he's uh, one of Coastal's big guys over there. Uh, we interviewed Josh. Uh, I don't remember what episode it was, but uh, it feels like a while ago. A long time ago. Yeah, but shout out Josh. Shout out Coastal Carolina. Uh, they're going to do some good stuff this year. Yeah. And, uh, first team in my top five, Texas State, my dark horse. Like I said, back-to-back Sun Belt titles. Wouldn't be surprised if there was a third one here. This, this conference is really deep this year, though. Uh, Mason Harrell, their lone starter coming back. I didn't mention that when I did, but you did. Uh, he's a terrific player, player of the year contender. I think they'll still be good. Yeah, Harrell's an all-conference player, no doubt in my mind. Probably a first-teamer if things go well. Um, he was in the second team last year, but being honest, he probably could have made the first team. But, um, yeah, that's just how it goes sometimes. Now approaching number four. Number four, I do have Texas State here. You just talked about uh, one starter is Mason Harrell coming back, but uh, this TSU team, they got a lot of experience and they're going to find a way to stay in this race as they always do every single year. And um, yeah, man, just fell a little bit short past two seasons. Uh, as you know, lost in the quarterfinals. That was a big upset loss for them. And then last year, 
I don't remember what they panned last year. Last year, they also did not. That's funny. Last year, they also lost in the quarterfinals, and that was the App State last year, uh, two years ago, I guess. But, um, yeah, just kind of finding ways to win in that quarterfinal game, man. Two very close games that they both lost after winning the regular season. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's something that they can fix uh, with experience, but um, just kind of kind of keep rolling. And, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Number four, I have Coastal here. Two stars, some bench return, but their main gets were from the transit portal. Like you mentioned, Antonio Day Jr. from FIU. And he played at Fordham last year. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, Jamuru Brown from Eastern Kentucky. Obviously, these two players will make Coastal a contender, which, which is why I have them at number four. Definitely agree. Number three. I got Marshall here, number three. One starter and some bench returns from Marshall. Oh, I'm sorry. Four starters and some bench returns from Marshall. Uh, year one in the Sun Belt for them. Uh, one of the three teams coming over from the Conference USA. Uh, powerhouse year one. Marshall underachieved expectations last year. Yes, they definitely did. A new conference, new team. Well, same team, a lot more experience in a new conference. Tavion Kinsey, definitely going to be a player of the year candidate. He's a fantastic player. Andrew Taylor, also a fantastic player. And Obena and O'Chili kill him. Three big pieces here at Marshall. Marshall has what it takes. Like we talked about last year, last year's in the past. Uh, This is going to be a big year for Marshall. Year one in the Sun Belt, making a big noise. And I think they will finish top three. Uh, very good chance to win this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm starting with my top three. I have James Madison here. Four starters return for this team and some bench. They add Noah Friedel from South Dakota State. And uh, I think they're legit this year. They're a top three team in their first season. Definitely agree. And uh, now number two. Nah, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to go with my gut. Number two, Louisiana, who I said was my dark horse, but let's be honest, this team is not a dark horse at all after making it to the championship game last year. Uh, four stars and some bench returns, but this team looks really good. Jordan Brown, player of the year candidate, 100%. Kobe Julian, also a very good piece coming back. Terrence Loomis, the second, comes in from Jackson State, which is their big transfer. I think it's a good year for Louisiana and uh, Raging Cajun, man. Watch out because uh, they're going to be rocking all season long, and I think they got a good chance to win this thing. Mm-hmm. Number two, Marshall, another t- first-year team in this uh, conference. Four stars returned. Tavion Kinsey, they're starting. Uh, they're their star. I feel like he's been in college basketball for. I feel like I mentioned his name every every single year so far, and uh, I probably have. But yeah, he's not good of a player. The rest of the team very. Uh, very good, very experienced. I think this is 1B. Yeah, I think it's, if I'm being honest, I think it's 1A, 1B, 1C, maybe 2A, 2B, 2C. I think it's a very nitty close race between these top seven, maybe even eight and nine with South Alabama and Georgia State. Because um, I'll get to the trivia question, but uh, it doesn't matter what seed you are. Anyone can win this conference. And um, I'll get that to the trivia question later. It's about the seed, uh, the team that won it was. But regardless, I'm going to put JMU here at number one. And um, silly me, uh, this is another new team in this conference coming over from the Colonial. But um, this team is really good. And uh, they got some very big pieces. Vado Morris, who we talked about. Takao Molson is back. Justin Amadi is back. 
We talked about Noah Friedel from South Dakota State, as well as Mezio Forum from uh, Mount St. Mary's, who you should know very well, uh, considering he, he was playing Bryant last year. JMU, man, they look ready. And uh, I don't think – I mean, I, I, I think this is going to be one of their best years in a while. As you know, it's probably Battle Morse's last season in college basketball. Uh, they got everything. Uh, everything's hopefully going to go well for this team this year, but uh, by no means are they safe. Because uh, like I just said, this team, this conference is deep, and uh, it's very hard to rank this conference this year. Uh, probably the hardest so far to rank um, at all. So uh, very excited to see what happens. But uh, you still have your number one team to pick. Yeah, my number one team was, was pretty easy. The rest was pretty hard, in my opinion. But I have Louisiana number one, four stars return, Jordan Brown, Kobe Julian, another guy, their X-Factor, Greg Williams Jr., who came from St. John's last year, didn't really have a good season and all of a sudden turned it on uh, during the conference tur uh, tournament. And that's when they reached the final. They were, had a little Cinderella run themselves. They're good enough to go back there. And then some. Uh, they have the team and they have the talent for it. Definitely agree. And um, with that being said, trivia question is, what seed was Appalachian State last year? Um, well, that was two years ago, I guess. Uh, what seed were they that won the conference tournament? Um, hint, it's not one. That's your only hint. But, it's uh, not one. It's an easy <laughs> one. Yeah. And uh, in terms of bids, mm, probably one. There's one. one. Hey, 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 hey. There is a 2% chance that could, it could be a two. Um, a lot of things need to happen. I would say, but you, you there's definitely not zero percent chance that this is a two bid. I think they got a good chance. No, not a good chance, but they have a slim chance to maybe be a two bid. Would you? Would you? Would you say that or no? No, I think it's a one bid. I think what? Uh, we'll, all right, we'll give them a two percent chance. I'll, I'll I'll agree with you. I mean, um, I, I mean, there's a lot of good teams in here, and um, I guess. I'm gonna look at their schedules real quick, but. Um, I, mean, I don't know. I think so. Get to the outlook. They're probably a 13 to 15 seed type team. Yes. I would agree with that. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the NBA is back tomorrow. Couldn't be excited, more excited for that as well. So basketball is coming. And uh, yeah. Indeed. And um, uh, you know, I left upstairs my whiteboard. Um, no whiteboard today. The uh, next conference is the WAC, though. And uh, speaking of the WAC, the WAC is actually the last mid-major conference we have left on the slate. So very excited to get to that. The WAC, man, as you know, it has definitely turned around to be a very good mid-major conference. A lot of great teams in here, and uh, I believe a couple more coming into this program as well. So, um, yeah, the WAC's definitely emerged into a very good mid-major conference. We'll see what ends up happening there next uh, episode. But, um, yeah, there's some very um, – Familiar teams in the WAC that we both know. Um, yesterday, you were watching some uh, highlights of the uh, March Madness game. We're not going to talk about it, but uh, yeah. So, um, any final thoughts for you before we uh, end this episode? Yeah, I watched the whole game start to finish. I'll give you, I'll give you a hint. Mr. Joe Pleasant, that is your hint. Or what? I know who it is. <laughs> Are you talking to the fans? Yeah. yeah. They, they, they can figure it out, but um, yeah, uh, I'll just, my bracket is all you need to know. So um, yeah, 
Sunbelt, man, looking really good this upcoming season. And uh, very, I'm very excited that a lot of these new teams are coming in here. I know, I know it's unfortunate from the Conference USA standpoint, but uh, Sunbelt, man, you look at basketball and even football, Sunbelt Conference for football is elite. James Madison, elite. Troy, very good. Coastal Carolina, very good. JMU, very good. I might have just said that in App State. And, uh, yeah, so uh, this is something. You want to talk conference. about college football? Grayson McCall is the best QB in the not. state of South Carolina. That is no, not a hot take. That is completely facts. I'm not having this debate. Um, that, is, that, is, that is the poll. That is the question of the day as well. Grayson McCall is the best college quarterback in the state of South Carolina. That's fine. We'll I see. will we'll see. back that up and we'll I will stick with that. We'll see. That's fine. No uh, disrespect to DJ. Grayson uh, McCall is just better. All right. We'll put a poll up and see. But uh, regardless, yeah. some about man uh, on the come up for both basketball and football and probably all the other sports as well. Uh, very Happy mixed feelings about the uh, conference, new conference realignment because, as you know, I love the Conference USA. But I think it's very good for the Sun Belt getting some very good teams into this conference to uh, boost up the competition because uh, it's going to be a really good conference, one of the better mid-major conferences uh, this upcoming season, in my personal opinion. But, um, yeah, three weeks from today, um, we will have college basketball tipping off, and uh, there will be some very good games tipping off uh, as we speak in three weeks from now. So we're uh, very excited to get to it. And uh, – as soon as you know it, man, it will be here. So uh, can't keep waiting and uh, uh, strike on it and pounce on it. But uh, mid-major conferences, oh, excuse me, high-major conferences right around the corner. So uh, for those of you that are waiting for some of your favorite teams that we haven't mentioned just yet, stay tuned because they're coming up pretty, pretty soon. So, um, yeah, that being said, I think this is all you got for today's episode. We thank you guys for tuning in. As always, it's always March, baby. It's always March, baby. Thank you guys for tuning in.